Vegans. BFF. Glad you're here. I don't know what I'd do without you, to be honest. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Don't forget to like the video and subscribe if you haven't already. Right, what kind of vegan are you if you haven't subscribed to this one already? This is a shot of all vegans. Ah, uh, gee whiz, gee whiz, gee whiz. Good morning, vegans. I um VFFs and the vegan kings and queens and everyone in between non-binary and all the rest. Anybody who's out there and doesn't want to harm animals, I'm uh, I'm here for you. And um, I hope you're here for me. You know, my name is Sky Jack Morgan, and this is a Vegan with Sky Show, the pre-shift. I guess that's what it's called now. That's what the show is called now. We do it every day, Monday through Friday. On Sunday, we have Vegan Sunday School with the fanulous Fanny Pierre. Um, yesterday I rolled into Augusta. I had, um, I, I, it, it kind of sucked because, okay, so I did some activism first. So at first I rolled up to the, it was going to be a food truck pop-up. Pop-up wasn't happening because there was a little bit of rain. I guess everyone ran away. So that wasn't happening. It was kind of a bummer. There I am with my chicken truck, turn up the sound. Nobody's there. So then I went to Bernie's Chicken in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, and it was closed because everything's closed on Sunday in Columbia, South Carolina, something I should have known. But, you know, I forget that the South in the Bible Belt, as we affectionately uh, call it, affectionately, the Bible Belt, uh, whether or not it's affectionate is something that you can determine. But if you are in the Bible Belt, you'll notice that things close on Sundays and um they have uh, they're really friendly about some things and very close-minded about others. So everything was closed on Sunday, but I still went downtown, drove the truck around for what little tr foot traffic was there, and played the sounds of dying chickens and got some nasty looks. I'm hoping to get a GoPro that can mount on the interior window and point outwards so that I can capture people's reactions as I drive by them because I think that'd be I think that'd be great. Imagine like you see that you see the truck go by and then then the next shot is people like pulling a face because they always pull a face. People see dead chickens and they pull a face. Funny. And then they put dead chickens into their face. They see dead chickens and pull a face, but then they put dead chickens into their faces. What is wrong with people? I don't get it. They want their kitchens clean, but their slaughterhouses dirty. It makes no sense. I mean, everything inside of a kitchen is supposed to be clean and proper. And yet, man, I've been going to restaurants. I've worked restaurants a long time. I go to the back of a restaurant. It's not pretty, guys. It's all disgusting. Don't eat at carny restaurants, even if they have vegan options, unless you absolutely have to. First choice, cook for yourself. Second choice, vegan restaurant. Third choice, uh carny restaurant that's vegan friendly. Blech. I don't even want to be anywhere near a carny restaurant that's vegan friendly, but you know, I get this sometimes we have to. Today is my day of rest. I turned I I came in to Augusta last night, did the did the Sunday school and then 
um, I had a little bit more work to do, like admin work for PETA, and then I went to sleep. Well, I went, no, I went to go see uh, God, Godzilla, which was cool. And I don't think that any animals were harmed in the making of Godzilla, which was also cool. I was like, have an eye out every time that I look at, at movies. I was like, what happened here? Is someone hurting an animal? And if you haven't seen Godzilla, if I would say, without spoilers, Trapped in the Matrix, without spoilers, I would say that if you enjoyed the original, like the original, the OG Godzilla, and you've been a Godzilla fan from the beginning of time through all of the hokey ones and the dumb ones and, uh, you know, the weird ones and the blockbuster ones, if you've been through all of that and you still like Godzilla, you're going to love this movie. It's in Japanese. So you got to get your thinking cap on. You got to read a little bit. I know most Americans can only read at a sixth grade level, but, you know, it's probably written at a sixth grade level. After all, it's it's just a Godzilla movie. It's a really good Godzilla movie, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's just a Godzilla movie. But when I went to bed, I had this uncanny shivering, man. I could not sleep. So I've got the heater on this room up to 75. I don't feel sick, but I just feel like just exhausted and shivery. So... I'm hoping it's just because I'm exhausted. I'm going to go back to bed today after I have my carny tears. Mm. Fanny would be proud of me. I bought this mess kit that came with a reusable cup so that I can stop using disposable cups at the hotels. Yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Came in blue. It's UCO. Yuko? I don't know. Mmm. There's no bad Godzilla changed my mind. I don't want to change your mind because Godzilla really means different things to different people. I think you would really enjoy this one. Have you seen Minus Zero? Godzilla Minus Zero? It's fantastic. It's really good. I like the ones that have Godzilla as a metaphor for something that's heavy-handed and pretty obvious. It's kind of like, you know, George A. Romero's zombie movies always have like a message behind them. I like that. I like my horror with a little bit of little bit of message it, it makes it makes it feel like well you know it was fun watching all of those people get stomped or slashed or ground up but it had a message and that's what matters you guys i really want to wish you a happy national conservation day it's wildlife conservation day guys it's it's wildlife conservation day december 4th oh my gosh it's also international cheetah day like George Santos or, you know, who's a cheetah? <laughs> don't be a cheetah and don't be a lion. Don't be a lion king. We don't like liars around here and we don't like cheetahs. Just joking. Animals, we love them all. They all have value in uh, the morality at the moral community. But <clears throat> wildlife conservation, let's see what they say, how to observe wildlife conservation. Well, let's see, wildlife crime, illegal poaching and smuggling of animals, okay? I think all hunting is wildlife crime. Every time someone asks me about hunting, I say, well, we have laws against um, wildlife crime. We strictly regulate which animals you're allowed to kill and when you're allowed to kill them. So what are you talking about? Well, are you against hunting? Look, man, of course I am. But we already have strict regulations. I'm not I'm not out here really trying to stop hunters because the weird fetishists, the creepy few, the weird cult of people who like to go out in the middle of nowhere and start and get naked when they after they kill a deer. Because, you know, they do that, right? They kill the deer and then they strip down so that they don't get blood all over their clothes. Clean the deer, clean the deer. They disembowel the deer and uh, and then hose off. 
that's a fetish. I'm sorry. If you're doing that, you've got a fetish. You've got some other mental issues. And you know what? This is, you're in the minority. I'm worried more about the, uh, you know, 10 billion chickens being killed every year. hundred billion land animals every year being killed. You know what I'm saying? But of course I'm against hunting. It's a wildlife crime as far as I'm concerned. Let's see. Elephants, rhinos, tigers, sea turtles, lemurs, gorillas. Okay, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, okay. This is why wildlife... Can you imagine living in a world where these fantastic animals no longer exist? Ooh, Endangered Species Act. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of that. The Republicans are trying to get rid of the Endangered Species Act in America. You really wouldn't need the Endangered Species Act if, you know, we just stopped murdering animals and raising food for animals. We'd be, we'd be done. How to observe... This is what I want to know. Okay, many conservation groups and zoos and wildlife organizations hold a variety of events these events focus on ending wildlife crime and and saving endangered species uh free passes to their facility okay well don't buy illegal light wildlife donate to a conservation group uh go vegan that's what it should say okay if you are plant-based then maybe i would give a shit like this is what i never get wildlife cannot be manufactured and once it's gone it cannot be replenished. Well, yeah, that's true. It cannot be manufactured, but we're manufacturing lots of animals. We just like these uh, these big exotic looking ones, don't we? Once we normalize them and they seem commonplace, we don't mind slitting their throats, hanging them upside down, letting the blood run down the drain while we uh, cut their innards out and you know cut pieces, lob pieces off of them off and send them away to various corners of the world, to all four corners of the world, you know? I was brainwashed by my aunt and uncle and family. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, that's exactly. You're an ex-hunter? Hmm. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. To me, that's wild. That's you know not just wildlife crime. It's also child abuse. Forcing a child to kill another animal is child abuse. To pressure a child into it. Child doesn't want to do it. Every hunter I've ever met, when you ask them their very first time, they don't, they tell you they didn't want to do it. They'll lie at first. They go, yeah, I want to go out there with my daddy and go and ding, 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 ding. But when you ask them how they felt the first time they took an animal's life, I've I've had almost almost 100% uh, ask, answer me, yeah, that first time was rough. So why was it rough? Hmm. I turned into a live stream where Jane Goodall was the guest. Oh, really? You tuned into a live stream where Jane Goodall was a guest? That's pretty cool. Jane Goodall's great. She's an all into wildlife conservation. Supposedly, she's vegan now. I think that'd be pretty cool. I think she is. I, I don't know. I like to think she is. Anyway, happy Wildlife Conservation Day, everybody. I hope that you enjoy this day. And um, I don't know. Perhaps it's only because of the elephant's avoirdupois. The word of the day is a fun one, one that I haven't used in ages. It's something that I love about this, <coughs> about doing the pre shift every day. You know, before I started doing the pre-show, this is something that I would do every day anyway, is I read the word of the day, see what's going on, try to get on track. What can I use? The avoirdupois, which means like weightiness. Like, like I don't know. Like, you know, when Doc and Marty, Doc's like, great Scott. And he's like, this is heavy, Doc. This is heavy, Doc. And he can, this is heavy, Doc. And you can say, this is this is uh, some avoirdupois, Doc. Weight and heaviness, especially as related to the body, it is also refers to the series of units of weights based on the pound of 16 ounces and ounces of 16 drams, whatever, blah, blah, blah. The coach limited his recruiting to linebackers of a certain avoirdupois. 
linebackers generally do have a certain ava du poids. You know what I love? If you really want to sound fancy when you talk about wine, by the way, it's National Cab Franc Day as well. If you want to drink a Cab Franc today and say, hmm, I enjoy the subtle notes, but uh, it also notice a certain ava du poids when it comes to this bottle of wine. People will be like, wow, ava du poids? Don't confuse it with je ne sais quoi, which just means like, I don't know. <laughs> but what's it mean? I don't know. But what, is, what does je ne sais quoi mean? I don't know. There's healthy fat as there is unhealthy fat. And unless your ava du poids becomes such as you make you, to make you uncomfortable, you should leave it alone. Is that true? Isn't everybody's fat make them uncomfortable? Isn't that part of the human experience in America today? I think so. An episode of that 70s show, Eric pretended to be lousy, shot to not shoot an animal with his dad. <laughs> yeah, he pr pretended to not be able to shoot anything. Mm. Or anyone, that is. Dame Jane Goodall, a little younger than my dad. Yeah, 60 years studying was went to Gombe Stream National Park in Tanzania. Yeah, we know about Jane Goodall. You know, anthropology and studying chimpanzees was not very popular in the beginning. So it allowed several very famous, now very famous women to get in and become scientists. And it offered tremendous opportunity for them. Isn't that cool? New sciences. Women are able to do very, very well in that because there isn't already a, uh, you know, a stigma built up against women in the science, uh, in every science, you know, when a new one, when a new field emerges, women are able to really excel. Isn't that cool? Did you know when Avertois first, Avertois first appeared in English in the 15th century, it referred to goods sold by weight, which is also the meaning of its Middle English predecessor, Avoir du Poids. Okay. That term comes from Anglo-English, an Anglo-French phrase meaning goods of weight or property. Today, Avertois most commonly refers to the system of weight measurement used for general merchandise in which the pound is equal to 16 ounces. Okay. So other weight systems are apothecaries weight used to measure pharmaceutical items and Troy weight used pressure, precious metal. It was William Shakespeare in his play, Henry IV, part two, who first used Avertois to mean heaviness. The weight of a hair will turn the scales between their avoirdupois. Mm, anytime you mix Shakespeare up with this, I'm stoked. Thanks. Thanks. That's your word of the day. Avoirdupois. It's a good one. Can you use it? Mm. One million chickens killed an hour. When you say that out loud, has a certain ava de on my soul. You know what I'm saying? How my conscience. One million an hour. If that doesn't have an effect of ava de on your uh, on your conscience, I don't know if are you human. What's the deal? Yeah, today Jane Goodall is vegan. Yeah, it wasn't always the case. Like everybody, well, some people were born vegan, but you know. Not everyone is. Veg, not veg news, plant-based news says that all AI predicts most of the world will be vegan by 2075. Look at this AI thing. World goes vegan 2075. What do you think about this? Do you think it's true? Will most of the world go vegan by 2075? Will I be alive? Nah. I don't think I'll be alive. But I might be. I might still be alive. 
will I be alive when people say, hey, well, AI, will you be alive to see a vegan world? Well, AI says maybe 2075, but there'll be lots of different shades along the way. Perhaps, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see, we'll see you there in, in different, we'll see the gradation. That'd be pretty good. The finding follows a new study from the NPD group regarding the, cult, the future of food industry as it becomes increasingly influenced by the dietary choices of Gen Z and millennials and their growing concern for the environment and animal rights. On days like conservation of wildlife, National Wildlife Conservation Day, it would make sense, right? ChatGPT made a number of predictions, including the flexitarian diet being mainstream by 2027. And breakthroughs in technology, making vegan meat alternatives better and affordable. And Natalie Portman, Leonardo DiCaprio, Serena Williams, fucking celebrities, I guess, are taken into account for some reason, even though they don't do much for us. Future-proofing the food industry with plant-based foods. Yeah, based on the findings, Darren Cipher, food industry analyst from MPD, had this to say. As consumers continue to prepare more meals in the home and younger generations cook more, plant-based food ingredients, food and ingredients will be a part of their repertoire. Repertoire? Averdubois? Je ne sais quoi? Uh, in addition to providing a variety of plant-based foods and ingredients, food manufacturers should also focus efforts on millennial and Gen Z since they will be driving that category's growth. This is Roman Mars. There concerns for sustainability and animal welfare should be taken into account when messaging them yeah that makes sense okay vegan timeline let's see flexitarian by 2027 normalized by 2027 2024 will increasingly spread awareness about animal rights 2028 will innovate more plant-based meat alternatives okay 32, a breakthrough in food tech sees vegan faux meats becoming much more convincing and also affordable. Okay. Here we go. Younger generations have grown up with veganism and the norm and are playing a huge role in the shift. Chat GPT declares that three years later in 2073, the world is mostly entirely vegan, foreshadowing the animal agricultural industry completely collapsing in 2075 and any animal-related farming being obsolete. This has been 99PI, the Stitcher Broadcast Studio. In the last decade, many celebrities have popularized. Fuck those celebrities. All right. Well, cool. The role of Gen Z in veganism. I mean, I think it makes perfect sense. 2075, AI says 2075. What do you think? Tell me what you think. Do you think by 2075, we can have, we can all live in the vegan realm? Could we live in the vegan realm? In 2075, what do you think? I'd love to know your thoughts. Please smash that like button. Don't forget to subscribe if you're over on Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch. And also, we have veganofcourse.net if you want to get real sexy and take a t-shirt. Because you know what? Life is short. Buy a t-shirt. They make great gifts for the holidays. You know what I'm saying? 99 Pia on beautiful Uptown, Oakland, California. <laughs> If I had a voice like Roman Mars, if I had a voice like Roman Mars, I would be famous already. He kind of has a bit of a robotic sound, but it's warm and round. It makes you feel like he's got a big hug. He just got a big hug from a designer. <laughs> <coughs>
I'm a subscriber. I licked the video after liking it. Thank you so much for licking the video. Don't forget to like it, though. Anybody else? What does normalized flexitarian diet mean, though? Um, what does a normalized flexitarian diet mean? I guess it means... I think it actually means like a social vegan. Um, or what do you call it? Social omnivore. That's what they call it. Social omnivore where at home people are eating more healthy, they're eating vegan, they're eating based on their own choices. But when they go out with friends or they go out their crusty old parents, they will eat animals. That's what I think that is trying to say. And their parents will give them less and less shit about it when they start eating more and more vegan out of doors. So I think that's what that means. But you tell me, what do you think it means? It's a better question, stupid vegan world. Pre-shift, bro. Yeah, baby. You know why. You know what it is. You know what time it is. I'm quite the wild salad. Mike the Musical Vegan Beast. Funny you mentioned salads because I literally just left the Flempire's latest stream and realized it was late to the next party. Well, Flemitarian. Um, I'm sick of this narrative of a Flemitarian. That's the Kardashians. I don't know what her narrative is, but she's a flammatarian now. A flexitarian diet is tensing your muscle as much as possible while chowing down on tofu. That's a good one. Flexitarian. I like that. Ray was known as the human jukebox. He was also great at slam poetry. Always memorizing the long rhyming poems. Some to do with veganism. Well, that's good. Poetry's nice. Who doesn't like poetry after all, you know? I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical. You know, that's the howl. Howl is, you know, probably the best American poem. Maybe. I don't know. Just see what you think if you like poetry. You like poetry, Campbell? All the way in Galway. Animals light up Empire Mall with heartfelt appeals to holiday shoppers. What do you think of these? I We have all of these. So all over Denver and Minneapolis, the largest shopping district, Sky-high appeals from animals to leave only cruelty-free gifts under the tree this Christmas. Okay, Empire Mall, Naughty List, Coach and Lululemon. I don't like them. Okay, a cow with a message, I am not a jacket, a pair of boots, or a steak. What do you think about this one? Is that one good? I am not a jacket, a pair of boots, or a steak. Go vegan. That's a pretty good one. What about this one? I am not a nugget or a drumstick. Go vegan. I like it. People say, you know, they want more positive imagery. This is it. This is the positive imagery you're looking for. <coughs> These are the droids you're looking for. <coughs> a goose with the message, I am not down filling or foie gras. Look at that poor guy looking down. Poor, poor goose. What a sweet goose. By the way, subscribe to Sweet Goose. He's an amazing musician. I am not a sweater, a scarf, or a lamb chop. What do you guys think? Which one's your favorite? Do you like any of these? I look. I think they're pretty cool. I like these billboards. Billboards work. I am not a handbag, a belt, or a pair of shoes. Look at this poor lizard. Why would you kill that baby? I wouldn't wear vegan. Okay. It doesn't say go vegan. It says wear vegan. What's the other one say? The other one say go vegan. Okay. Wear vegan. Okay. I'm into it. A lizard. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? 
I'm pretty excited about this. So these are coming out. Workers in the meat industry leather brands string up skin and dismember cows sometimes while they're still conscious. At down factories, workers hang ducks and geese upside down. Yeah, I mean, we know all this stuff, right? Ooh, which pedal skins and within eyeshot of meat-centric restaurants such as Texas Roadhouse. I love that stuff. Put it right outside Texas Roadhouse. I dig that. Bring it to the people. That's where the people are. Bring it to them. You know, make them feel bad for what they got, what they what they just did. Make them feel bad. Happy middle to veganism and run the mill carnist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think it's pretty good. My mom. Uh, yeah, thinking about it, I think I picked the right kind of videos to make for my vids. AI is thinks it's largely dependent on the next gen that grew up with veganism. I'm aiming for people with no attention span. There you go, Jesper, by the way. Jesper, by the way, you know what? That's exactly, we need people who are going to be like flashy and, and getting in people's faces. Um, get their attention, get their attention, get their attention. People are people act like children. You have to, you have to be meeting them on their level so that they stop harming animals. Yeah. I think that most people behave so childlike that it's sometimes difficult. But I think you can do it, Jesper. I think you can do it. Neural GMO cage free range flex fed flexitarian. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a mouthful, musical vegan beast. Is that even such a thing? A natural, organic, non-GMO cage free range grass flexitarian? What the hell does that mean? Hello, vegan stallion. What up? I haven't seen you around for a while. Thanks for stopping by. I also like them all. Yeah, I think they were good. I think that these are going to make a bit of a splash. People will take pictures of them, share them with their uncles, talk about it on Christmas. I love this type of stuff. It'll be there for a month. You can listen about it. What You can listen to the PETA podcast. I haven't even listened to the PETA podcast, but I think I want to. I think it'd be really fun to do that. Yeah, I mean, they tell you about what horrible things, but um, leave only cruelty-free griffs under the tree this christmas as Peter unveils a series of new ads just feet from the empire mall well i think it's great Peter urges shoppers to honor the compassionate spirit of the holidays by choosing vegan gifts that allow everyone to live in peace all right see people think everything's got to be doom and gloom but it's not true uh, maybe i'm just dehydrated or something I don't think I have a cold. I think I'm just like dehydrated and need to like sleep more or something. I've been driving too much and working too much. It's just too much. I'm just too much. I'm fatigued. You know, I'm just fatigued. Today there's a brainstorming session for PETA. And I'm really looking forward to it. It's my first one since I've worked there. I'm very excited about that. Never done it before. And I'm, I think it's going to be really cool to make it happen. Today in history. Today in history the first thanksgiving was today 38 colonists from berkeley parish disembark in virginia and give thanks to god most people think it's the first thanksgiving today in history 1619 well there you go the oldest sunday paper in the world was published today cool woodrow wilson sails for versailles peace conference in france in 1918 the year after the war is over. You know what's funny? 
is that Woodrow Wilson really did want peace, but he just couldn't broker it. He couldn't get the League of Nations to work. Imagine if we still called it the League of Nations instead of United Nations. Don't you think we, I don't know, do you think League of Nations would have a bit more staying? We'd respect it a bit more. What do you think? Let me know. Uh, Duke Ellington opened to the Cotton Club in Harlem. That's pretty cool. It don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. You know, Duke Ellington, 1927. I used to live on Duke Ellington Street in Las Vegas behind the Tropicana. That was my street. I loved it. 5150 Duke Ellington Way. And I really thought it was so cool to live on Duke Ellington, a street named after one of the greatest jazz musicians of all time. All right, whose birthday is it? Is it uh, a bunch of these guys? Crazy Horse's birthday. There you go. It's Crazy Horse's birthday. Tyra Banks, not vegan. Jay-Z. Is Jay-Z vegan, guys? What do you think? Is Jay-Z vegan? Is she? Is he, I mean? Jay-Z. Jigger, my kitten. Do you think Jay-Z is vegan? Is Jay-Z vegan? He's not a vegan. Jay-Z supports uh, a support of plant-based living has fueled his backing of vegan companies. He co-founded vegan meal planning service 22 Days Nutrition along with his wife, but he himself is not vegan. What the heck? Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. Jigga. Let's do this, man. What the heck? Become vegan, Jay. Why are you why are you promoting veganism, but you're not vegan? That's just so stupid. What about Marissa Tomei? Maybe Marissa Tomei is vegan. Is, is Marissa Tomei vegan? Marissa Tomei eats salmon. No, she's not vegan. She sucks. Are any of these people vegan? What about Anke Huber? Who's Anke Huber? Oh, tennis player. She's not going to be vegan. Maybe. I don't think so, though. She's Deutsch. Maybe she is. Is Anke Huber vegan? Anka, Anka, not Anka Huber vegan. No, Anka Huber is not vegan. Damn it. I know Tyra Banks is, and I've seen her do like the burger commercials. So, and I don't know who the little guy is. So that's it. I know that Jeff Bridges isn't either. So what are you going to do? Ben G, filthy rich people are rarely vegan. Thank you, Ben G. You made my day, you know. It, it was very difficult to get up and do this today, and I am thankful so much to you. I am feeling under the weather, and you really brightened my spirits, Benji. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Aunt May for the L, Sky. Yeah, I forgot that she played Aunt May. That's true. Have you ever seen Before the Devil Knows You're Dead with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman? That's a pretty intense movie. You should watch that one if you'd like uh, Marissa Tomei. And let me see, Tyra Banks, should we even bother? I, I'm pretty sure Tyra Banks is not. Is Tyra Banks... Is Tyra Banks vegan? No. But uh, Tyra Banks thinks that bacon should make vegans hungry. What a piece of shit. Tyra Banks is a piece of garbage, but we already knew that. Tyra Banks, I mean, she did that America's Next Top Model, and she fat shamed and really hurt people. And it's really sad that she's just kind of hurt our culture in so many ways. I find her rather depressing. I think Tyra Banks is mostly just a piece of shit. But what about this kid? Let's let, let's do the uh, Kim Sok Jin. I don't know who this kid is, but we're going to try. 
is is Kim Suk Jin vegan? No, no members of BTS are vegan. So there you go. No one gives a shit about animals. All these people can rot in hell, and they probably will. They probably will. New York's Museum of Modern Art hangs Henri Matisse's La Bateau, the right side up, after stockbroker Genevieve Habert notices displayed upside down the first of 116,000 peoples in 47 days to notice. <laughs> La Bateau is a famous um, uh, La Bateau. Henri Matisse. He did these like um, paper cutting things. I think that's one of them. Labato, Henri Matisse. Let's see if I can get an image. Yeah, here it is. Henri Matteau. This is what it looks like. Henri Matteau. The, what a great picture, huh? This is what it looks like. Now, would you be able to know if that was upside down or not? So apparently it was upside down. 150,000 people saw it. And then one guy walked in. And it's like, hold on a second. <laughs> it looks like a sailboat with the, uh, I always liked Henri Matisse. I used to know his uh, great grandson. He's a pretty cool guy. Who's a potter. He's a cer ceramicist. Art runs in the family. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's a, it's a rug back because it really, it really does tie the room together. It's not like the guy who peed on it built the railroad. Take it easy. Just take it easy. All right. So did anyone die today that was interesting? Frank Zappa. Ah, oh, Frank Zappa. And Thomas Hobbes. So one philosopher. Well, maybe Frank Zappa is a philosopher too. So Frank Zappa, if you haven't heard, don't drink the yellow snow, even if it tied the room together. Don't eat the yellow snow. Title freak out was usually... So he was... Um, really against drugs and he was a great thinker and he said a lot that was really amazing over 60 across his career 60 albums yeah a lot of people love him jess mckay loves him he's uh kind of all over the place but he died at 52 prostate cancer in 1993 maybe if he was vegan he'd still be alive today i'm roman mars and this has been 99% invisible. Prostate cancer is 99% invisible, and uh, if you are vegan, you might be able to avoid it. Please promote prostate health. See a doctor. Men's Health Awareness Month was last month, but please get help in beautiful Uptown, Oakland, California. Uh, yeah, wasn't he a bit racist? Was he? I don't know. I never heard that about him, but I don't think so. I don't think so, but maybe I, I never heard that about Frank Zappa. Never heard that about him. I always thought he was um, an incredible artist that did really experimental things with music, and that was it. So I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. I've got bad news. No affirmation today. I'm sorry. I didn't write one because I haven't been feeling good, so I'm sorry. But um, here you go. Here's an affirmation. I'm enough. <laughs> I believe in the vegan movement. How about that? Because I read that thing by, I posted it in the uh, community tab, an art, a blog article that Mazer, that Isel Mazer, uh, Mazered wrote about the death of vegan movement. And I think that it's uh, wrong. I think he's wrong. I believe in the vegan movement. I hope you do too. I believe in the vegan movement. And as long as I believe and keep moving forward, I know that in the end, even if I fail, I will have been on the side of the angels 
I've been one of the good guys. I think that's a good affirmation. Thanks, everybody. Don't take any wooden nickels, and I'll see you on the other side. Thanks. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you. We need each other and the aminals need us for sure. Every individual needs help. No man is an island. No animal is an island. Thank you.